This is a HeadGum Podcast. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Happy for you. Sorry, let me get the intro out first, right before we start. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Why? Go for it. What do you mean? Why? I don't know. Seems like we're <laughs> flowing pretty natural right now. We're, we're we're jumping each other's lines. Amir's eating. What is it? Cheese it. Chex mix. Yeah. Marty Michael, Headgum's co-founder, and Mike Comite, Headgum's main producer, head of audio. Did I get those titles right, or because I'm usually left out of the loop on this shit? Michael, give me this. Give me the the slide, the slide whistle. whistle. Yeah, really good. <laughs> hey everyone. Yeah, Marty, would you like to introduce yourself? Say some things that people might or might not know about you. Oh God. Well, you nailed it. So we're good. He's shy. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you nice. think I can play that sound effect before it gets boring? Yeah. What are some things that people? Don't know about me. I feel like you guys could do a better job answering that than I can. Marty's exact Ooh, street address question. is too. <laughs> that really shouldn't be something we talk about. Right. Most people, All right. I assume, know that already. <laughs> right. No, I'll I'll beep that out. And then, Mike, you live in Brooklyn Heights. Yeah. Do the Paul Giamatti thing where you talk about how I live near Paul Giamatti. Okay, so every time Mike Comate says that he lives in Brooklyn Heights, I'm like, oh, Paul Giamatti lives there. Cool, yeah, that's good. It's a good bit. <laughs> have you seen him? I have, have seen, seen him, yeah. Have you seen Giamatti? Yeah, that's cool. I have. I've walked behind him down the street, and people stop and stare at him, and he kind of wow. just waves at him. He's wearing nice. shorts. Shorts? <laughs> On those gams? Yeah. He, I was just going to say, he's got some thick gams. Yeah. He strikes me as someone with really th- large calves. Yes, yeah. yes. They're massive. <laughs> Uh, Mike, would you like to talk about what you do at the network since people might not be familiar? No, I, I jump on Zoom calls and then um, listen to people record audio that I have no control over at all. That's really... <laughs> and but how's then that? you have all the control. Then I have all the control afterwards. You're sort of a documentarian because you can make someone look... You can cancel someone almost, in a way. I can. I can, but I made a pledge to myself a long time ago. <laughs> that I would never alter them <laughs> on the day of your father's death. <laughs> That's the weirdest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just I just realized the crazy amount of power that I had, and that you know I really I would never use it for wrong or evil. Right. Whereas Amir, you can you you consistently make Jake sound horrible on if I were. Yeah, so I'll edit his dialogue to make it sound like he's saying things that are a little right of center, controversial, and then yeah. I'll like pick and choose where to place them in, and like after we're done recording i can always be like wow did you really mean that like i'll record that by myself and then <laughs> Wild, I can copy yeah. and paste what he said yeah that way i can sort of create a narrative that makes him look um i don't want to say cancelable because right, that's sort of like yeah yeah <laughs> i want him to make i want to i want for him to be bad and for right. me to be good in the public the eye episode. 
Yes, in the public eye. In the court of public opinion, I want him to be guilty is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so admittedly, I've never listened to this podcast, uh, but if this is what it's about, we should definitely uh, stop recording this show. <laughs> okay, so Mike, I'm going to say a sentence and then you can you do like a, a, a bomb drop sound effect like boo, that kind of thing? Oh, um, I can probably um, like, yeah, I can do that. Okay. okay. Marty, Mike and Amir, welcome to the Thunderdome. So that wasn't, I think you must, you must have hit the wrong button, but um, I'll let it oh, slide this shoot. time. It's fine. Like a symbol? Yeah, it's like a, a gong. A gong, <laughs> a gong is kind of like a Thunderdome thing. Like you'd hear that in the Thunderdome probably. No, so this is what more what I was looking at and I'll add, add this in post. Welcome to the Thunderdome. And then there'll be like, no, so not just two snares, right? Okay, that's Basically weird. with this show, um, I accost people in their ears. I put people on the spot in various ways with conversation starters that are off color, off kilter. And, uh, people do their best to make something salvageable out of it. And then Ferris kind of polishes it up. Okay. The opposite of ASMR. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that like Ferris usually doesn't, uh, cut the things though that you tell him to cut. Is that, yeah. I mean, we have a bad working relationship is the only thing it's like, I, you know, cause he doesn't listen to my notes, but then like Amir will say, cut this out. And then you don't even hear that because he does. Um, it's sort of like, uh, it's a fun little cat and mouse game that we play with each other. Yeah. Ferris, leave this in. Yeah. Based on recording the show, it feels like he's just probably doing his best. <laughs> right. Right. No, no, no. And that's what, that's what everyone else at the network says. Um, and, and the, the point of this show is to kind of let people in on the inside workings of the company, getting them, you know, the gears, the cogs that are working to kind of get that premium audio content in their ears every day, every week consistently. But what they don't know is that. Mike is consistently annoyed by me talking about Giamatti when he's the one who sees Giamatti. Whereas Marty shaved his head in what, April? And I didn't let him hear the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's something that people might not know about me is that I let you give me a hard time. <laughs> usually, Now, usually I come up with some, I think they're pretty good conversation starters, but they usually get a groan every time. Or a pause, and then Amir starts cracking up because he's like, why are you asking this? Is that accurate, Amir? Yeah, you'll say, like, uh, um, uh, it feels like a Mad Libs game. You're like, imagine a car, but instead of wheels, they're stop signs or something like that. That's actually then, like, really are, good. No, it's not. I was giving an example of a terrible thing you might say. So then, like, it, it usually results in silence, and then I'll either laugh because it doesn't make any sense. So you'll be like... Imagine a fucking soup so thick you can only eat it for breakfast. Something like that, right? Something that doesn't make any sense. Imagine right? a soup That's you so wanted. thick you <laughs> bite it instead of drink it. Yeah, <laughs> right. See, that's for an ex- so another food. example. Yeah, that's like welcome a to the Thunderdome. Oh, you wanted a thing there? Yeah. <laughs> uh... There we go. Name a number between 1 and 200, and I'll give you a, a question that correlates. Okay, 43. Really? Okay, I didn't think you were going to say that one. I only have 1 through 50. That is 1 through 50. Mm, well, 1 through 50 of 50 questions, but they're all numbered strangely 1 through 200. Fine, just I'll do just a base do this 50s. one. Yeah. What's the most heartwarming thing you've ever seen? 
I actually saw something really heartwarming the other day on Instagram. It was Pau Gasol's birthday, and he visited Kobe Bryant's family and hung out with his children because they like consider him an uncle now. So they went from teammates to Pau now being like a a surrogate family member after Kobe's passing. I thought that was very heartwarming. Was that a recent photo or an old photo? I think it was recent. No mask, nothing, just hanging out with kids? He's been quarantined and they were indoors, so he was playing it as safe as possible. I mean, I think outdoors is better, so I don't know why you said indoors. Quarantined in Spain, though, right? So he did travel internationally and didn't get tested before seeing them. Yeah, no, he he was coming in from Mallorca, Spain. He was partying. There was like a music festival out there, and then he went straight to Kobe's family and sort of quarantined with them, which I thought was sweet. <laughs> Nine cheese, it's in a row. Uh-huh. <laughs> Marty, what's the most heartwarming thing you've ever seen? Ever? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't really have a heart. Right. No, that's evident for sure. I have trouble processing emotions. That's something people probably don't know about me. <laughs> um. All right. Let's really dig into this. What, are, Marty, are you seeing anybody? <laughs> Uh, I, I'm not going to talk about that on this podcast, I don't think. Okay, just say her name and then we can move on. <laughs> I'll bleep it out. I'll bleep it out. But it doesn't like just say it for to open up to us. Because when you open up, and let me, I just want to be clear about this. When you open up, the rest of us feel comfortable. But you're this kind of like, you can feel your energy you're tightening up. I said I had 15 <laughs> minutes to talk to you about business stuff. And you said, yeah, go ahead. Just hit this voice recorder on your phone and jump into the Zoom room. This is yeah, not we all, all just load your load load your bank account. I want to see what's in your checking and savings. That'd be great. Yeah, can you share your screen? All right, here. Let's go savings first. Let's go Capital One Performance Savings, highest APY in the game, and then we'll go. We'll switch over to checking. All right. I mean, sure. I guess it seems a little seems like a lot, but he's doing it, Mike. Let's get the bank account sting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That was not the foghorn I was expecting it to be, but I guess we're stuck with it. Marty keeps his money on international waters on a barge. (laughs) It actually was all the Titanic. It was kind of a bummer. (laughs) Didn't they do a Titanic Uh, 2? Are you kidding me? The the boat or the movie? (laughs) The boat, dude. They did a Titanic 2 in Roman numerals and people like floated on it in 97 or something. I hope so. Really? For the, that's when the movie came out. Are you saying they made an, a sequel to The Boat after the success of the film? Yeah, it's a 2020, uh, 2010 disaster movie. Let me get a number crunch too. on this. Titanic 2 is a planned ocean liner to be a functional modern-day replica of the Olympic-class RMS Titanic. The new ship is planned to have a gross tonnage of 56,000 tons. While the original oh, that's ship... That's so gross. That's a really gross tonnage, actually. I think they mean more just like before, you know... It's disgusting. Yeah. That's for like, tonnage, I mean. Right. Perfect timing, I think, right now for a cruise, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. A cruise named the Titanic more than anything. 2020 <laughs> is a perfect year for Titanic 2. I've always said that because our year is kind of sinking. You know what I mean? Like the iceberg that we hit is... Is COVID, obviously. Nice, yeah. Marty, let's get a number between 1 and 200. 143. Mm. All right, 144. What do you... You only had 50. Why did you ask us to do what... (laughs) You only have 50, right? So just ask us to choose a number between... So say, what's the number between 1 and 50? Which, by the way, I did. I said 43, and you said that wasn't one of them. (laughs) 43, I ended up reading what was 17. Right. But it was the 43rd one. 43rd out of what? (laughs) It's this is all arbitrary and it's not the point of the game. Mike, do you see what this is how they fucking handle this shit? You're on my side, obviously. 143 is what do you strongly suspect but have no proof of? 
And you can't say that this woman that you refuse to name is cheating on you, because that's a guarantee. (laughs) (laughs) Why is it a guarantee? Absolutely ridiculous. Can you repeat the question? I got sidetracked by your absolute (laughs) horseshit. What do you strongly suspect, but have have no proof of? Amir Um, is leaving for this. (laughs) He's closing the door. He closed the door. What is he about to say? say. It's so controversial. He can't be. I don't want anybody to hear this shit. (laughs) Is it because like you're gonna say something you know controversial or intimate, or is it just that you think it's bad? Bad. Right. So strongly suspect but cannot prove. Yeah. Well, I suspect there are probably a lot of NBA players that have tested positive for COVID that are haven't told anybody and are going to be heading to the bubble. This bubble thing is bound to be a disaster. Amir, what are your thoughts on that as a basketball fan? Uh, yeah, there's a high chance that this whole thing crumbles. The bubbles burst, as it were. Nice. Um, but I think the data as to who tested positive, like getting reported to the league and then to Woj or Shams, feels accurate to me. I don't think players are lying or teams are lying about the amount of people. I wonder how accurate the tests are. And if people are doing tests on their own, and that if they did test positive, if they would actually tell anybody. Because they're all asymptomatic. Who are you guys' picks? For testing positive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the Rockets in six. That means six people of on their team test positive. Eric Gordon, for sure. Clint Capella's going to be asymptomatic. He's young and spry, for sure. <laughs> but James Harden's going to get it through his eyes, for sure. For sure. Wasn't the whole thing Over that, that beard? You- if you have a beard, like the mask does nothing because it doesn't cover your mouth. Mike, do you follow the NBA at all? You're a Brooklyn Nets fan. This is the moment my dad told me about when I was a kid when I'd have to talk about sports in front of people and <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> yeah. And this also isn't warned. just in front of like three people. This is in front of 10,000 plus. Oh, yeah. And he was like, you should just read the newspaper and read the sports section so that you have something to talk about with other people. And what were you doing? What was I doing at the time? Yeah, like, so he, so he, your dad is talking to you while you're doing something. What is that? Is that kind of like... I was, this is, could have just been to, uh, in a car ride or something like that. Just, just sage advice from my dad, just being like, oh, you're going to need to talk about sports someday. You should, you should probably, here's, oh, I was probably like, I, can I play Mortal Kombat, please, instead? I see. <laughs> be my so video, yeah. video games instead of sports. I was only allowed 30 minutes of video games, but I wanted to play many more minutes than that. Do you play many more now? No. You're not, not really. really a gamer? No, 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 I mean, like, I'll play. Somebody, well, we, you and I, you and I have talked about Kingdom Hearts before. Jeff. We have, um, which I have a whole segment based on that. Oh, good. Yeah. It's going to be the most confusing segment <laughs> on any podcast ever. <laughs> Mike, Mike, how do they pol- how do they police your thirty minutes? Is it like a stopwatch or is it like a vague thing? It's like, come on, it's been more than thirty. You set a timer in the kitchen. Oh, a real timer. Whoa. Yeah, an actual timer. It would go off, and then if the the system wasn't turned off, you know, within a reasonable amount of time after that, then punishment would ensue. <laughs> Holy oh my shit! God, what if you're in the middle of a Mortal Kombat fight? Those things last like 90 seconds tops. You really don't have a good excuse. But if you're on a good run, maybe like if you're if you're like on your way to the Shao Kahn, this is Mortal yeah. Kombat 2. So Shao Kahn was the ultimate boss in that game. Of course. So. My uh, so what somebody you- DM'd me the other day with uh, a photoshopped image and it, instead of Mortal Kombat, it was Jordal Kombat. And so it was Scorpion wearing, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, guess. <laughs> What was is it Jordal about that? Guess jeans. Oh, they're telling us to guess what he was wearing. 
So it's Jeans Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Jorts <laughs> on a scorpion in a match <laughs> with a flask in a mask. Mortal Kombat, they were all ahead of the curve with this COVID shit because they all wore those kinds of the cloth masks, really. I thought about yes. that the other day. I, I, my face mask is blue, right. and I Sub-Zero is my favorite. And when I was like seven or eight years old, I just wanted to wear face masks like Sub-Zero's all day. Right. Um, but now I get to do it every day, and it's actually horrible. <laughs> so this COVID thing is actually your fault. You manifested this. I did. I wished for, it as, a, for, a wish for it as a seven-year-old, and look where we are now. <laughs> do you still remember the fatalities, like the combo that you needed to do to get a fatality? I or I a... never successfully did a fatality. Wow. Ever. What about like, a babality, like... where you turn your opponent into a, an infant? <laughs> they didn't have that on, on Mortal Kombat 2 for Game Boy original. Wow. <laughs> All you had was fatalities in that game. They hadn't made. <laughs> 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 Do you remember the? I think we hate movies talks about this a lot. Another headgum podcast, uh, but they talk about like the the nudalities. Yeah, did you ever had? Did you have a kid in like your class or something? It was like, oh, I know the cheat code to make like the people get <laughs> naked on the screen or whatever, and they would just never be able to tell you it. No, we hate movies talks about it. I feel like way too much, but it's just like it's always one kid who just lie and make up this thing. This just. Like, oh, I, I just can't get it right this time or something like that, you know? Yeah. It's it very perverted. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. Gross tonnage. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Guys, if you had an extra hour in your day, how would you spend it? Because I would absolutely fix all of my problems with the extra hour. That's the issue is that there aren't 25 hours in the day, so I can't become a better version of me. Does that make sense? But maybe you would want to go for a run or go for a nap or go for reading a book because a lot of us spend our times wishing that we had more time in our day. And the question is, time for what? Because if time was unlimited, how you would use it would infer your mental health and your happiness and your joy. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I'm in therapy every week. Uh, I've definitely benefited from it and uh, I would highly recommend it to anybody who has access to it and BetterHelp makes it easier. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy for what makes you get joy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash What's That today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash What's That. Thanks, BetterHelp. Guys, taking care of your health isn't always easy, right? But it should be simple. That's why for the last three years I've been taking AG1. Just one scoop and a cup of water mixed around every day, no exceptions. And it helps me feel, you know, energized, focused, ready to take on the day. Like I'm doing one powerfully healthy hab habit that's also powerfully simple. I know that AG1 gives my body high-quality nutrition because every batch goes through a rigorous testing process so that you know it's safe. And their ingredients are sourced for potency, absorption, and nutrient density, all of which is very important and you don't always get with other leading nutrition brands. 
I like to drink it first thing in the morning. I'll have a, a glass of water. I'll have my AG1, and then I'll have my coffee, and it gets me set off to take on the day uh, and to be centered and to feel like I did at least one good thing for my health. And if you do that every day, it has compounding effects. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. That's why we partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash what's that? Again, that's drinkag1.com slash what's that? Check it out. Have you guys ever gone blue in a blue mask? What do you mean? Like, have you ever said something a little uncouth, a little <laughs> off the cuff, but uncouth while wearing something blue? <laughs> don't, don't make the face like you asked us an interesting question. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to hear. Don't sh- I'd love to hear your answers. <laughs> yeah. The answer is obviously no. Move <laughs> really? on. It's kind of, yeah. only because you don't wear blue. Well, yeah, I go blue either way. It's just whether or not I'm wearing it. I'm wearing black and gray as we squeak. Uh, Mike, number between w- one and two hundred. So you mean one in fifty? No, one in two hundred, and then it'll be one of fifty questions, or it won't be a question. Keep in mind that forty-three and one forty-three are already taken. Okay, I'm just gonna choose forty-three again, then, just to see what happens. I'm kind of curious. So there's two one forty-threes, and here's the second one. <laughs> what bends your mind every time you think about it? <laughs> <laughs> the question I, is, what bends your mind every time? You know, we heard yeah. you, man. What, what is a fucking that's bad why we question? don't like it. What does it, it was so mean? clear. What does it mean to you, Jeff? <laughs> to me, it's like I can't even fucking fathom that. You know don't what I mean? Don't stick your like, tongue out when you say that. That's it's so like, weird. Ah, you know what I mean? So for me, it's like no. when I think about what if I wasn't born? You know, like I, I can't even. What would I be experiencing, or would I have never experienced anything? My consciousness, my spirit, my mind is what it is of me. But if I hadn't been, then it wouldn't have gotten to the place that it is at where I am now. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I'm like i thinking right now and I'm like off the cuff and I'm thinking about the next thing I'm going to say or not. And like if I hadn't been or not, definitely or not, if I hadn't you're been definitely born, not thinking about the next thing I want to hear. It bl- it bends my it just bends my mind. Yeah, Mike's going to change his number. Yeah, let's just do let's do 147. <laughs> Ooh, good number. That was my second choice. What's something horrible <laughs> that everyone should try at least once? Kale. Sorry, not my question. Working in the service industry. <laughs> Pretty good. I worked at a cafe called Lemon Falls in high school in Sugar and Falls, Ohio. And I made horrible coffee for weeks before my dad came in, pried in his eyes and say, said, I'll have a cappuccino from my son. And I brewed him the most bitter, watery coffee and he pulled me aside physically and said, Jeffrey, this is, have you been serving coffee like this? I said, yeah. He said, this is really bad. And I was like, hmm, what am I doing wrong, do you think? And he's like, I don't remember what the issue was, but I remember going to my supervisor and saying, I, we owe a lot of people a lot of money in coffee. And I was it taught seems like to- a it seems like a training problem, right? But like you, as a 16-year-old, you're not supposed to know how to make a cappuccino. Who taught you wrong? Yeah, Devin taught me, and he was sort of this like curmudgeonly um, Protestant. And so he, what he did was he like ran me through it very fast because he also had to go make the short rib. And um, I just Protestant. didn't. What's that? 
Why'd you specify what kind of Christian he was? Oh, nothing. He was just like a Lutheran or whatever. So basically, he like packed the 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 beans. He grinded them and then packed Different. it. But he did it so fast that I, there's no way I could have known. And then also like on Sundays he would go to like Saint Monica's uh, yeah. uh, Lutheran Church on on Bell Road, and so I would sort of track him. <laughs> don't out his religion. I'm not outing it. It's not bad. Also, don't track him. No, I know. That's I was a kid. Like Amir said, I'm 16. I'm not supposed to know how to make a cappuccino. I'm not supposed to know that you're not supposed to like follow people. One of those is right. Yeah. You are supposed to know you're not supposed to follow Marty, people. another number? Mm, wow, skipping Amir altogether. Uh, I'll go with number one. Number one is no fun, but fine. Oh, this is interesting. <clears throat> <laughs> said it was bad <laughs> what shows <laughs> what shows what show are you into right now and what part would you play on that show oh uh i just finished the show devs um hmm. it was great i'm super into it and i would definitely play the uh <clears throat> the set uh i would play nick offerman mm. <laughs> I was going to say that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of like the, the. I mean, as I see him, a genius, forward thinker, um, creating a large business, employing thousands of people, and doing good in the world. You only employ like 12 people, and not well, uh, or so, consistently. First of all, so far. <laughs> Second of all, you're fired. So make it 11. So, so you employ even people. less. 11. Uh, Amir and Mike what are your answers and you can go at the same time I'll just choose whichever one's better and then cut the other one Um, if you dare cut mine I swear to god yeah I'll wait for Mike to answer so we can talk at the same time this is a weird way to do it so right now I'm watching watching Seinfeld uh, Freaks and um, Geeks because Avital hasn't seen a bunch of the episodes so um my girlfriend Erin has never seen Freaks and Geeks either, and, and uh, uh, she's really enjoying episodes. it. I kind of see her in every single and, uh, character on the show. Seen Thirty, at this and point. Uh, like and, she's uh, all the all the freaks and all the geeks sort of at the same time. I think George that if I had to play a character on but Freaks and Geeks, I would probably have to be. The, the, she says, Aaron Jerry. says, I'm the guy in the background. Yeah. Uh, in one Jerry of the lab scenes, she says, "Look, it's Mike, and it's a little high school boy who sort of looks like me." Yeah, and that's probably who I would be in that show because I'm just sort of in the background all the time. Those were both perfect answers. I'm going to keep both. Amir, you would be George. (laughs) Mike, you would absolutely be a high school boy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Which is insanely insulting that your your life partner says that. (laughs) I'd be an extra. (laughs) And I would be be extra extra on extras. I'll go. Because none of you guys have offered me the chance to go. And I'm going to go with four. Oh, no question there. All right, moving on. Back to Mike. Yeah, that one was blank. Shit. And I made this list. This is so fucked. Wait, how come you're not answering any of the questions? Or the the last question that we just did? Oh, because I'm the the host. Um, (laughs) You told us how your mind was bent, though. Well, I keep talking about it, and people have started memeing it on Reddit. But I am watching what we do in the shadows. I just finished it. But I would love to play uh, Laszlo. No. What do you mean, no? <laughs> no, you'd be, you wouldn't the, like to you'd play be the servant or whatever. The, the familiar? Just because. Yeah, well, whatever. 
Because you want me to be a lackey so that you can watch no, it. No, you'd be the you'd be the one from Lehigh. Only lasts a, a, an episode and gets killed. Who the hell's from Lehigh? The Virgin. <laughs> Remember the intern they get? No, he's um he's he, he plays like one up ep- maybe maybe two episodes actually, but I laughed so hard because they reviewed his <laughs> resume and it said he was from Lehigh University. <laughs> it's like why? <laughs> it was great. That writer's room is great, um, and of course they would do Lehigh. So, Marty, I know that you're going to bring it up at some point. Do you want to yeah, talk about yeah, your no, Lehigh years? Yeah, no, things people probably do know about me is that I went to Lehigh University. I was a Division One athlete um, in multiple sports, so yeah. cross-country, track and field, and indoor track and field. So I, I know I've said it before, so hopefully everyone already knows. Yeah, I think they do. Um, Marty's anyway, shopping so for the, a house it was right a big now, deal. and he sent, he sent me a— What's that? Well, I just, it was all four years. Um, okay, because you paused like you were finished. Yeah. And then as soon as I started to talk again, you kind of started up again. It was almost like you were waiting for that. Yeah. <laughs> Long pause. Um, Marty's shopping for a house right now, and he sent me a listing and was like, is this walkable? And it's the only thing that separates. It's only two blocks from a lot of things, but the thing that separates it is the steepest street in L.A. And... Um, I think you should go for it because if you're this D1 athlete all four years, why not? Well, that was, I mean, that was a long time ago, first of all. Uh, second of all, not shopping for a house, casually browsing. <laughs> and third of all. Is this street Baxter? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but don't say it. Why? You could say that Baxter is a steep street. In fact, you've been grilling Marty all episode. This is like the least invasive thing I've ever said. Baxter is a steep street. You're telling me to, that's where you draw the line? And now that we know you like to follow people, I'm a little more worried than I've ever been about you disclosing my address. No, I only follow people who are like, like I said, Lutheran. Oh, um, you're outing my religion now? Martyrs. Marty Michael is a martyr, Michael, as in you'll die for the cause of headgum. Sure. Jeff, I, I've been eating and muting on the Zoom, but I don't think it's been muting like my actual recordings so you're gonna oh, have to listen that's to that. fine that's fine so i'll just have to edit that out and this is the week that we don't have ferris so i'm gonna have to do it all myself that's totally fine ferris keep this in hmm. ferris, <laughs> people um have been commenting on the fact that ferris doesn't cut out any of the things that i say i think it was mike i just yeah i just commented that right like like 10 oh. minutes ago <laughs> this is the worst episode we've ever done it's three white guys staring at me bored as hell and also pissed you're a bad host I'm, I, I tried to do this thing last night no one was available and then we're having to cram this episode in between meetings you know why i wasn't available none last of you guys night? want to be here you know why i wasn't available last night you were on a date no i was gaming with micah <laughs> guess what i'm doing tonight gaming with micah yeah and pile <laughs> what game call of duty I thought you stopped gaming because you said you were getting too obsessed with it. Relax. (laughs) (laughs) First of all. Isn't that true? First of all, I did say that. Second of all, I switched games. It's not that big a deal. I'm off the one that I was addicted to and I'm playing a different one with my friends. That's like saying I'm fine because I got off cocaine and now I'm doing opioids. I did that too. (laughs) (laughs) I made a lot of changes in my life recently for the better. Yeah, you like cut what? out. You cut off your dad as soon as he gave you a huge loan. Well, yeah, I don't want to pay. And then you started talking to your uncle. What about my uncle? So, what game did you stop playing? Apex Legends to Call of Duty. I don't know who we're trying to kid here. I still play both. <laughs> I knew it. Fucking knew it. 
All right, what takes up most? What takes up too much of your guys's time? <laughs> <laughs> Mike wants to say dead eyes. <laughs> you just said it for me. <laughs> I was gonna say this. You've only done one episode, and it's been thirty minutes. Yeah, I'd say this is probably the biggest waste <laughs> in the last three weeks. <laughs> How long has it felt for you? Because it has only been thirty-two minutes. I have been looking at the clock pretty often. <laughs> Amir, you do these every week. Has this one been particularly painful? Uh, this one's been probably as bad as uh, <laughs> the last few. I wouldn't say like any of them are better or worse than the the last. Okay. We need so, to get. There's you know only been a get. few need... though, right? So you're saying they've all been equally. The few have been all equally as this bad. Yeah, I would say so because Jeff's sort of like uh, scatterbrained and confusing as a host. So, like, it's kind of weird to have him lead the conversation. Yeah. Because, again, he'll often say things like, what if all bricks were gray or some shit like that? And it's kind of like a conversation starter slash ender. Yeah. And it's hard to, like, build off of that. How's this for a house? Made out of yeah, soy, right. locked with nuts. <laughs> so instead yeah. of nuts, like, nuts and bolts, it's, like, cashews. And then the bricks, exactly. like you said, are gray and they're made out of soy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a bad house. Do you think the wolf could house. blow, blow, blow that house down? Yeah, if it's just tofu made out of tofu, it's very soft. And you yeah. said the mortar was what, cashew butter or something? Yeah, cashew butter and then like the like locking joints for the corners would be like cashews. So that they're kind of dowels in a way. So you kind of pop a cashew halfway into a tofu and then like lock it in place by slamming that wet, that beautiful soy onto it in a corner formation. <laughs> Don't call it that. <laughs> don't yeah. Don't Can say we get a soy noise. Soy, <laughs> soy, soy noise. <laughs> With a side of soy. <laughs> I went vegetarian. That was pretty good. That was like Wait, a really? space noise. Yeah, it was a laser. Marty, did you actually go vegetarian? Yeah, for the past four days. But Congrats. I did. I will say I went to McDonald's yesterday. What'd you get? No, I've been I've been doing pretty good. Pretty good. Four days of vegetarianism and you've been to McDonald's and I see a Chipotle bag behind you. Yeah, but that you can get sorizo at Chipotle. So don't think that was when I cheated. It was when I went to and McDonald's. And did you get the sorizo or did you get chicken? What? I don't know how to be any clearer. You got the chicken. Four days of no meat. Two of them had meat. One of them at McDonald's. Well, technically McDonald's owns Chipotle. So that only counts as one cheat. Do they? Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think they do anymore. <laughs> What'd you get at McDonald's? Well, that's that's bad news for me, Mike. What'd you get a filet of fish? That counts. <laughs> that counts as meat. I got a I got a um a McDouble, a McChicken, and I got a Sprite Tropic Berry. <laughs> so why'd you go vegetarian? You're clearly eating worse than before. I had some time to kill in between errands, uh, so I went to McDonald's and ordered some food. And so- <laughs> yeah. And were you hungry or? I mean, I ate it. You were just bored, right? Beyond, be outside of that, and you know, the one trip to McDonald's Corporation as a whole, I have been very good about being vegetarian. Well, let me ask you this: Beyond Meat, what's your favorite substitute? Nice, dude, because I do, I do love Beyond Meat. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> uh, Jeff, I think that's enough. I, th- I think I have enough to work with in terms of editing. I don't that, think so because you're not going to be editing it. Marty down. You're not going to be editing it. We are only at 37 minutes, and there's so much that we have to cut. Oh, really? <laughs> of course. <Shit. laughs> All, right. All right, let me run you guys uh, through a scenario. And I hate to. This is just going to add fuel to the fire that Amir calls me scatterbrained. Let's just do like a role playing scenario. So, Mike, you can be my dad, 
so you're not going to be in this picture, really, this scene? Okay. Amir, you'll, <laughs> you'll be um, my kind of... Co- squ- what? <laughs> he left That's for an that. Absentee oh. father. I just went away for a second. It's fine. Sorry, I just struck Jesus. a real chord with Son, me. Son, it's okay. I'm right here. I'll be right behind this, <laughs> this wall of my name. Son. I really needed to fucking hear that, actually, because those are the words that I've always needed to hear from my pops, actually. Is that son of that a I'll be of, right here. That I'll be right here for you. Have you guys heard that Phil Collins song? Um, from, which one? From Tarzan. You'll be in my heart. My rice. No heart. Heart. Yes, you'll yeah. be in my <laughs> heart. Right. Right. Heart. <laughs> from this day on, right. <laughs> Hard. I think that movie also came out the year you were born. You're talking about mm. things that happened in 1997. Yeah, but the way that I was, I was, it's kind of been like a Benjamin Button type thing, not physically, but in terms of like I had my peak intelligence when I was born, so I could kind of watch movies and gather them and have intelligent conversations. Every year since then, it's been a deterioration mentally. What were you saying that the scenario so far? Mike's your dad. Let's get through it. What else do you have to do? <laughs> All right. So this is like happen? okay. Let, let's just pick a place, Marty. Pick a venue. Right, Cleveland, Ohio. That's pretty broad, but fine. The streets of Cleveland. Mike's my dad. He's not in the picture. Amir, you're yourself, and I'm you. So we're walking down the sidewalk. <laughs> Don't say, and what? I'm you, because Holy I'm shit. also me. <laughs> kind of mirror images of a- each other, and in Cleveland of all places. I love when podcasters do emotes as if everyone can see them. <laughs> yeah, we can't. We can't see you. I think everybody got the mental picture. It's Amir Blumenfeld walking down the sidewalk on Euclid Avenue in downtown Cleveland. And then Amir Blumenfeld walks by and they kind of both see each other. And they're like the Spider-Man thing. You know what I mean? And then Ma- Jeffrey <laughs> yeah. James's dad is kind of gone. And then Marty <laughs> picked the venue. So that's the scene. Have you guys seen Hamilton? Because it's like kind of a similar deal in terms of like acting and writing. <laughs> How is this fucking bizarre situation a similar thing? Marty's gone to to Hamilton. You said it's similar in terms of writing and acting. Well, just in terms no of being way. like a once in a generational event, like a cultural thing where people are scavenging for tickets. So we can enter. People can enter a lottery to listen to this scene, and it's what I just said. The writing is tight. The acting is poor, but that's because of casting choices. We want, our first choice was Mike. <laughs> Mike is here. Why don't I you was the just first fucking... person you cast as somebody yeah. else? <laughs> Mike, you can we get Mike a, will be my dad. Can we get an absentee father noise? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back, son. I'm going out for Marlboros. My father was always a Marlboro man. N- last number, Amir? Uh, 22. All right. Uh, that one's bad. Pick another one. 23. That one's worse. I shouldn't have added 132. Really? Yeah. 132 was yeah. the that was kind of a gimme. 138. No, we'll do 132. <laughs> oh god, it really doesn't matter. Just read the fucking question. All regardless right. of what I guess. Fine. If you could make a 20 yeah. All right. <laughs> That's not a question. <laughs> if you could make a 20 second phone call to yourself at any point in your life, present or future, when would you call and what would you say? So it's me right now calling <laughs> some point yeah. Ahead of time, or, no, like, yeah. or like when I'm 60, I can make a call back to when I was 12 or something. It's, What's the... it's you right now calling okay. past or future you and saying one thing. 
in a way. Does it matter what I say? Is that is that the question here, or is it when when is the age period that we're calling to? Is that is that it's the... when you would call and what you would say? It's kind of a oh, okay. it's a double entendre, double edged sword. No, it's not. It's not like those a, things. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that. <laughs> a double entendre is one thing that has two meanings, and a double edged sword is like something that hurts no matter how you slice it. <laughs> well, this, this thing, thing could, be that. Question. could be that. <laughs> In a way, it's All the right. lesser of two evils or the better of two goods. I would. I would call myself 20 seconds in the future and um, have a conversation that ends um, in a fashion that will begin the conversation for the person 20 seconds in the future because it's exactly 20 seconds, right? So I would tell him to basically um, make a inevitable decision and leave this, leave this entire... They both left at the exact same time. That's insane. Mike is still here. Only I'm audio. still here. Only audio. I can't see you. Are you kicking us out one by one? No, people just leave. This is what happens at the end of every episode. Oh, I didn't know that. But it's like people can only handle about 40 to 45 minutes of these, <laughs> this, whatever you want to call this. And then they kind they of They don't leave. even say goodbye though? No, Irish goodbyes all around because if I, in the, the pro, they've tried just saying goodbye and then I kind of make a meal out of it and I kind of drag it on another 20 minutes, which I've historically oh. done. Um, okay. But I mean, while I have you here, I might as well tell you like, you know, how I got my scholarship for college. So oh. what often happened would I would do these little creative projects in high school and like um, I added them to my visual portfolio to get into the film school at USC. And um, I got a call one day from the dean and um, they wanted to interview me. And it was the sort of thing where like, hey, like what kind of things are you interested in making? How can we help? We want to know if you would be a good fit for this school. And um you know, it went poor, obviously, because I kind of came after him at a certain point because I thought he was insulting my my heritage, um, which he he wasn't. And I mean, a hindsight is twenty twenty vision, obviously. And uh, he was actually just asking me, you know, how I how this one project that I submitted came to be in a way. And uh, I ended up not getting in, obviously. Um, but I started lying on my resume. So like when I applied to be an intern at HeadGum on the resume, it said USC School of Cinematic Arts. I didn't go to that school. I didn't pay that tuition. Um, do I have any of the skills listed on them? I, I mean, I know my way around a bat, you know, in terms of like if an intruder comes in, I can kind of conk them on the head, Gronk style. And um, but that wasn't even on the resume. The resume was more like Adobe Creative Suite, Avid, um, what have you, Encore, Audition, etc. Um and then it said, yeah, USC School of Cinematic Arts. It said that I was in the UCB Academy improv program. That's also not true. I got banned from UCB, the whole community, just in terms of like saying things, going blue every other scene, using people's real information in on stage, in, in shows, and online, like on forums. So I would kind of dox people if I didn't like the way that they did scenes in, in class. So they would make me like, um, I don't know, a fishmonger. And I'm like, I don't I can't do a scene about fishmongering. I know nothing about that. So I would go online to like WikiLeaks and just kind of like <laughs> release their exact street address, their exact phone number, what have you. And um, so I got banned from that community. So then I started up just like doing odd jobs, like freelance stuff. Uh, and, but again, selling myself as like, hey, I can do this for you. And I couldn't. So, like, whether that's installing lighting fixtures, I would kind of deconstruct it and shock myself, which would in turn shock them because I didn't turn the breaker box off, obviously. 
And then they have to deal with me, like, kind of, they'd have to resuscitate me, for lack of a better term, on their living room floor. And this is, like, not pre-COVID. This is, like, as it was starting to happen, right? So, like, they're having to do actual mouth-to-mouth, and they don't know if I tested positive or not. I told them I had the right PPE, but, of course, I show up with nothing but a glove to my name, uh, Tom Hanks style, uh, which, again, brings it back to Dead Eyes. So, do you want to plug Dead Eyes? He left. Obviously, he left. He stayed for the entire diatribe, and then he left. How fucked is that? You know what? I work, I work my ass off for this show, and I think it's apparent. And, and nobody ever puts the work back into it. And, I, and I, I, don't, I, I hate to you know air my personal grievances here, but I can't help but feel like Marty is the one who's kind of sowing the seeds of di- not only division, but of dissent within the network. Kind of turning people against me and the show because the show is not supposed to be about me. It's supposed to be about the staff, and it's impossible to get people to even stay till the end, which is fine. I'm not complaining. Um, but it would have been yeah, fuck. It would be nice to not end these things alone all the time. <laughs> anyway, um, please, uh, if you like the show, uh, feel free to subscribe and rate five stars on iTunes. We are charting on the improv comedy uh, charts, and so that would just be a huge help. Um, uh, as well as listen to If I Were You, uh, listen to Review Review, listen to Dead Eyes. Until next week, I've been your host, Jeffrey James, and Marty's exact street address, again, is Los Angeles, California. So feel free to dox him, um, and I'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. That was a HeadGum Podcast.